0: I'm Bridget Pettissey, and this is your Dumpster Fire for the week of May 10th to May 16th. And the unicorns dance while the world burns, world burns, world
1: burns. Okay. Troll in chief. New Trump Facebook ads go hard at Biden over his age. Mm,
0: How do we make fun of this in a polite and loving way? This was a hard story to cover because it's so deeply disturbing.
1: Yeah, for a lot of reasons.
0: I can't believe POTUS is running ads like this. And then I remember Trump is POTUS. And (laughs) oh, wait, I can't believe it. And there is no bottom. There's no bottom to this.
1: No, there's nothing off limits here.
0: No, he's making fun of olds. He's four years younger than Joe Biden. I know. It's not like they're not, they would be, they would have been in the same high school together. Trump would have been a freshman and Biden would have been a senior, his mentor. (laughs) (laughs) I understand that the jokes that our POTUS is making, I'm well aware of the fact that we've been making these same jokes for approximately 16 weeks on dumpster fire, (laughs) but we're not running for president. We expect some standards out of these people
1: and then there's the ratchet photoshop job
0: (laughs) i know even sam wouldn't make a (laughs) deeply disturbing photo of like a lady feeding biden in a nursing home and that
1: font choice what the hell was that sam would have could have done better in her sleep i
0: definitely would have done better you would have done better (laughs) call me trump that's a (laughs) Sam's trying to get work (laughs) for Trump's ads. We lose Sam to the Trump campaign. It's deserving on so many levels, though. I know. A, because it's the president. B, because it's partially true. (laughs) (laughs) There's just a kernel of truth that makes it slightly uncomfortable. C, it's not a great time to be making fun of nursing homes. Oh. Or making jokes about people in nursing homes. No. Read the room, Trump. This whole election makes me feel dirty. This entire election, the whole thing. It gets dirtier every week. It gets lower. And now the press is going after Biden. And there's like a, all this oppo coming out about Tara Reid, And the whole thing makes me feel like a dirty old man is trying to put his fingers in my panties. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh.
1: You just summarized this entire election cycle. I'm
0: sorry, no one I know needs to hear that, but everyone also needs to hear that. I need a shower. Yeah, (laughs) Everyone needs a shower after that comment. And you're just not gonna be able to get that out of your mind now when you see these two debating each other. Which dirty old man
1: are you gonna vote for, huh? Huh? All right, all right. Moving on as quickly as possible. (laughs) (laughs) Journalism. Greta Thunberg, or excuse me, Greta Thunberg <laughs> <laughs> on CNN's expert coronavirus panel. She was there to talk about UNICEF because she was donating the $100,000 that was donated to her, but then...
0: But then freaking Anderson... Hissy Fit Cooper (laughs) threw a tantrum on television about how all the blue checks made a big deal about how they presented Greta Thunberg as an expert on the coronavirus.
2: CNN ran an ad with pictures of some of our guests who would be on this two-hour program. It's got pictures of Kathleen Sebelius, former CDC director Richard Besser. It's got a picture of Sanjay. No picture of me, okay, but that's okay. That's fine, I don't need another picture of me. And there's a picture of Greta Thunberg. Someone with a blue check on Twitter saw the initial ad and was outraged and claimed that we had booked Greta Thunberg to be an expert on a coronavirus panel.
0: It was misleading advertising.
2: Which apparently they do all the
1: time, but (laughs) they've never gotten heat for before, according to Anderson Cooper.
0: Yeah, and once again, the media finds a way to make itself the story. Anderson Cooper could have spent the two minutes and 32 seconds that he spent ranting about blue checks being mean to him on Twitter, talking about the vulnerable communities that Greta is trying to help and donating her money to and maybe what they're going through because nobody knows because you're too busy talking about yourself and somehow found a way twice to lament the fact that his picture wasn't in the advertisements in that two minutes and 32 seconds.
2: Look, here's a promo for last week's town hall we had with journalist Lori Garrett, former Vice President Al Gore and Spike Lee. No panel, just interviews. And again, no picture of me, just Sanjay.
1: It's always when Sanjay Gupta's picture was <laughs> featured, too. I
2: wonder what's going on there. It's a beef.
1: Instead, yeah. Anderson started a beef with
0: DJ TJ, as he called him.
2: Once DJ TJ started typing, then other people with blue checks on Twitter also started doing their thing.
0: In case you kids out there don't know what dad Joe Cooper, now that he had a baby, is calling Donnie Trump Junior, I don't even know where he
1: gets that. No, I don't know. That was that it was, was like a dad me. joke. Yeah,
0: it was like a joke that Sam would make. <laughs> <laughs> I'd
2: make a better joke. You would.
0: <laughs> you would never go stoop so low as to say DJ TJ. Where's the J coming from, Junior? Yeah, Donnie Junior Trump Junior, uh, uh, Donald John Trump Junior.
1: Oh, Sam figured it out. She's a genius. <laughs> a dad joke genius. <laughs> Call me Anderson. Like the Rosetta Stone <laughs> of dad jokes. <laughs> no one who's not on Twitter would have known about this at all.
0: <laughs> he's like giving TikTokers shit and he's spending two minutes talking about Twitter drama. Who's the fucking tween now, Anderson?
1: On national television. You
0: spicy little biatch. I don't know what his
2: name is. But I just find it fascinating to watch the phony online outrage machine generate content on Twitter. What's
0: fascinating is that you've now spent three minutes on your respected news channel talking about the phony online outrage
2: machine. It's kind of surreal to watch it all just kind of play out.
0: And what's surreal is the lack of self-awareness, although I'm not at all surprised.
2: In the words of our dear leader,
1: sad. Then we're moving into proof we're living in a simulation. Epic Games today announced the next iteration of its game engine, the Unreal Engine 5, and-
0: Help, help, I'm trapped in a simulation and I know it. (laughs) Nobody believes me. (laughs) When are you people gonna wake up and realize that this is all fake? This is like the last stop between distinguishable reality and indistinguishable.
2: The demo runs on our chaos physics system. Here, we are using it to accurately simulate the rigid bodies of the falling rocks and the cloth of her scarf.
0: Soon, it's just one-way train to the Matrix. I'm going to lose my mind, though. I've been spending a little too much time contemplating this with the (laughs) Sam Harris meditation app, which forces you to focus a lot on the whole entire idea of consciousness, which is basically what I'm realizing. Just the freaking simulation! It's the simulation! Once you turn around and look at your thoughts, and he's always like, oh, well, all of this stuff is just an appearance in your consciousness. And then Jaron, who is on our podcast this week, asked me how I knew if he existed when he walked out the door. <laughs> <laughs> or any of you, for that matter. And
1: Seriously, I was concerned Bridget was going to have a nervous breakdown yeah, when we came like, to this, this part of the set.
0: I was having massive anxiety when we were <laughs> writing about this.
1: A woman wearing a biohazard suit was playing a piano at the Edinburgh Airport.
0: Kind of defeating to wear your biohazard suit when you're touching a piano that's probably touched by thousands of people barehanded. Yeah. That seems like the dirtiest thing in an airport. All the children with their slimy little hands.
1: I know. And you know, no one's sanitizing that thing.
0: No. Even if they do, you're not getting in between all the little cracks of the keys. Yeah. Yeah. It's disgusting. She's like, look at me in my biohazard suit. And it's like, and then she touches her face and
1: <laughs> melts away. And dies of coronavirus <laughs> right there on the airport floor.
0: Laurel Chor said it looks like the beginning of a dystopian video game. It does.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: In the simulation. And then there was the whole idea that was presented about how if you're in a simulation and you start becoming self-aware, they're gonna start sending little hints that you might be, so you start doubting that you're in a simulation and that you're going to live in a simulation.
1: And these are the hints we're getting? Decoys. These are the decoy hints?
0: Well, no, it's a decoy that, oh, we're not there yet. Like, we're still in reality.
1: Right, because, look, Epic Games, this is how close we've gotten to the simulation.
0: exactly. Yeah. When really it's just, like, the inception of simulations. (laughs) It's f***ing me up, and I'm gonna go crazy! (laughs) What if we really are in a simulation, and then someday they escape and they find this, and they're like, she knew. Yeah, the dumpster fire. And I'm in a f***ing mental ward in the simulation
1: somewhere, because they lock me up. Because she you saw the, the truth. Church. <laughs> you saw the truth. Then we've got primary schools in France have resumed with children being assigned play spaces. This is the creepiest thing I've ever seen.
0: <laughs> Creepier than Joe Biden touching women. Creepily. On, creepily <laughs> on camera in front of everybody. This is why Black Mirror can't release this season of Black Mirror. Yeah. That looks like a screenshot from Black Mirror as if they were going to do an episode. Maybe we're in a Black Mirror episode, we don't know it. (laughs) Yeah, those little kids sitting sadly in their
1: squares. Yeah,
0: at least during Ring Around the Posey, during the Black Death, the kids were making jingles and holding hands and singing songs and pretending to drop dead and still having fun (laughs) as children before they died. They were allowed
1: to touch.
0: I mean, they probably shouldn't have been. <laughs> right, they
1: probably all died of the plague, but still. That
0: might have been why the plague killed as many people as it did, <laughs> but at least at least they had jingles. At least the
1: children could play their games.
0: I wonder what ring around the COVID would be. <sighs> I'm going to have to make up another jingle.
1: We made up a, we made up a plague yeah, jingle. Yeah, you did. You guys already made up your plague and jingle. And the unicorns
0: dance while the world burns. Well, what then a, there's, there's also a put hundred years. Kids are like singing. And the unicorns <laughs> dance while the world burns.
1: <laughs> And someone's the fire running around chasing the unicorns <laughs> and down. The, and then
0: this kid's like, and the unicorns.
1: All right, then we've got Parade of Morons. Florida protesters are calling for gyms to reopen while doing squats in front of the courthouse. The
0: only thing this proves to me is that we don't need gyms. <laughs> what are you trying to prove exactly with this? Uh-huh. Open our gyms, because we're doing
1: exactly what we do in them right here
0: on the sidewalk for free.
1: We're getting a great workout in while we demand you open the place where we can work out. There are some
0: spicy buttholes in that little group, I'll tell you that. <laughs> That's all I wanted
1: to say about that. <laughs> Always got to end on the spicy buttholes. There's nowhere to go from there. No. No. Once
0: we get once we get to vaginas and spicy buttholes, there's really it's like when you're in improv and you take the train to crazy, and then
1: there's nowhere to go. There's no one grounding this crazy anymore. Sprain my eyes. (sighs) Who we got? Matt Damon. Matt. Damon. <laughs> <laughs> matt damon matt damon says self-isolating in ireland feels like a fairy tale it's been incredible he
0: did something else too matt damon said that the coronavirus could have been predicted because of the movie contagion right and then he went on a radio show and said his whole experience has been like a fairy tale and you know what matt damon don't sprain your freaking shoulder, patting yourself on the back, first of all. Second of all, you would think being the husband to patient zero in the movie Contagion, you would have learned to be more sensitive to all the people who aren't living your fairy tale like experience while under quarantine during a pandemic.
1: Hmm? Read the room, Matt. Read the room. And speaking of stars who can't read the room... <laughs> Dakota Johnson thinks her depression is beautiful. She said something so annoying. She said, I've learned to find it beautiful because I feel the world. I feel myself
0: throwing up a little bit in my mouth. In the
1: same interview, she mentioned that she made her directorial debut with Coldplay's new music video. And she said, I wrote the story and pitched it to the band like every other director did. And they chose mine, not because they're partial to me at all.
0: Your vagina." is regularly featured on Chris Martin's dick. I'm pretty sure he's partial to you. At least I hope he is. This is bananas. Chris Martin certainly does have a type. A narcissistic hippie chick who comes from Hollywood royalty and thinks she made it all on her own. It's ridiculous. Seriously. Dakota is the child of Melanie Griffith and Don Johnson. And for you kids out there on YouTube, you probably have no idea who these people are because they're old now, but they were quite famous in the 80s. <laughs> and they got together and did the thing and had Dakota Johnson. What drives me crazy, her and Gwyneth, they act like they started at the bottom and made it to the top just by the sheer force of their acting chops. I don't know. <laughs> I guarantee neither one of these two has ever carried a plate in their life, and I'm not hearing it from either one of them. I hate everything,
1: and especially children of celebrities. (laughs) All right. And then in Beyond Parody, countries are coming up with creative ways to enforce social distancing while still pretending they have audiences and patrons. (laughs) South Korea and Taiwan are putting cardboard cutouts of their fans in the stands for socially distant baseball games. A restaurant in Virginia is using mannequins to fill 50% of their seats to enforce social distancing. And a German cafe makes customers wear pool noodle hats to enforce social distancing.
0: (laughs) Our efforts to make things seem normal are somehow making things even more weird. Yeah. Just have the empty stadiums or just put people apart in tables. I don't want some creepy mannequins staring at me with their cold, dead eyes while I'm trying to eat my huevos rancheros, and I certainly don't want some fake cardboard cutouts staring at me with their cold, dead eyes while I'm trying to watch a cool baseball game, and I definitely don't want to be in some cafe in Germany with Germans eating sauerkraut with noodles on their head staring at me with their cold, dead eyes.
1: There's a theme here.
0: (laughs) This one over here, we brought in our own audience.
1: She's staring at you with her cold, dead eyes.
0: <laughs> She's freaking me out. She might move. Like, subscribe, comment, touch my bells and buttons.
1: Then we have canceled. <laughs>
0: canceled probably be because I spent three hours on Joe Rogan and don't have any recollection of what we talked about because it was a marathon and I do remember covering you out of ground and I'm not exactly sure what clips will be used to misrepresent me but I'm sure there are many. Bridget! hey, You're here! I you came it. to make a citizen's arrest. Oh, congrats. <laughs> it's touchy these days. So in the event that I get canceled this week... You will know why.
1: <laughs> yep, at least you went out in a blaze of glory.
0: In a blaze of glory. <laughs> <laughs> Sam.
1: Sam is shaking her head like, I hate my life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just an old lady on YouTube, please love me.
1: Then we've got dumpster diving. <laughs> Wow. that's a new feral fantasy call <laughs> that's her <our> mating call <laughs> <laughs> hope just ran out hope like bye behold a feral fantasy
0: in the <laughs> wild it's because the other one giving me neck issues <laughs> <and that way.
1: laughs> oh, this was not going to give you chest issues <laughs> you, you look like a velociraptor but like
0: a baby one a baby one <laughs> Paral fantasy is a baby velociraptor <laughs> Okay. Whew, I really do get a lot of my <laughs> angst and nihilism and rage and frustration and pain and suffering and desire to drink and smoke weed until I'm blacked out out on this dumpster fire every week. So thank you, fans. You are keeping me sober. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and sane, apparently.
0: <laughs> sane.
1: All right. Just old lady
0: We have so many problems. <laughs> I know.
1: L.A. County has a hotline to report businesses not complying with safer at home orders.
0: Or as Better fetacy calls it, the Karen hotline. <laughs> <laughs> Which is perfect. Yeah. This is basic playground rules. Snitches get stitches. Snitches get stitches. You hear that? <laughs> I'm coming for you. Who is our governor? Garcetti. Newsome is our governor. oh wait newsome our mayor our mayors it's Garcetta. the mayors, they're yeah. the petty tyrants mm-hmm. because de Blasio did the same thing. Mm-hmm. The governors are whatever they have problems too, but the mayors are the ones who are really putting down the lockdown, and they're the pet you know there's what is it? there's no tyranny like petty tyranny. These guys are
1: ridiculous, yeah, they're letting the power they have go their heads.
0: what's up with all these crazy commies in California, huh? <laughs> I need to get the fuck out of here before yeah. the boots come and the red flags. <laughs> These people are out of control. Yeah. We've said this before. Anyone who advocates for ratting out your neighbor or business trying to make money because they told you that you couldn't work
1: should be freaking voted out immediately. Snoop Dogg listening to Frozen.
0: This was a great
1: video. I just
0: (laughs) loved it. I just have so many questions. First of all, does Snoop and I have the same therapist? Because this is what my therapist tells me to do. It's usually like 45 minutes of her just making me sing Let It Go. (laughs) (laughs) And it's weird because in that car, there's like old school locks. Like pop-up locks. yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: And there's something very ominous about a rapper singing let it go. (laughs) Like I feel like someone's about to get a beat down or avoiding getting a beat down and it's all because of Frozen? Even the way that he, with his cold, dead stoner eyes, (laughs) stared at the camera while he was singing it and listening to it and just kind of nodding and then slowly panned up to his face. Like it was threatening. It was
1: darkly ominous and hilarious at the same time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I found it more like whoever was on the other side of that letting it go should be afraid for your life. Should be
1: deeply thankful for (laughs) Frozen.
0: (laughs) Just so you know, someone out there, Frozen saved your life (laughs) the other day.
1: All right, and then we've got Prince Harry feels rudderless and doesn't have any friends in L.A. My
0: Prince Harry. Of course he doesn't have any friends. He's been isolated from everybody. This is not a bug. This is a feature of a dysfunctional abusive relationship. That's why I'm wearing purple so that I can express my royal sensibilities The Prince Harry. We'll be a friend, Harry. You can trust me and Sam and cousin Maggie. I was a princess. You are?
1: <laughs> well, I guess I am. I am a princess. Oh. Like actually?
0: Yeah. My great-great-grandfather was a Shah.
1: Oh, (laughs) I was voted most likely to marry into a royal family. (laughs) Oh, really? is Well, I've got the royal bloodline, Maggie. (laughs) Well, I've got the entire eighth grade class of St. Michael's School behind me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We'll see who he picks. I think I see a reality show (laughs) in our future, guys. It'll be Prince Harry and you two vying for his affections. (laughs) Who can be his princess? I know that millions would tune in. We can get him here and keep him locked in this undisclosed location.
1: I wonder why he has so many problems finding friends in L.A. You can trust us, Harry.
0: I promise we'll be your best friend.
1: Yeah, that little doll back there will be his <laughs> best companion. And
0: we lock him in here so he can use it for a reality show and make us famous on YouTube. It'll be just my luck because of the word fantasy that we made up that he goes missing and then I'm like somehow under investigation. You're a person
1: of interest. Yeah. The royal guard he sees comes this knocking. this video
0: and he's like, I know how I can escape. I'm and he fakes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he fakes his own death. Yeah, exactly. He fakes his own abduction. Yeah, <laughs> and I get pinned.
2: <laughs> Harry, right.
0: we have an out for you. I'm willing to take the fall
1: for you, Harry. It's true love. This is true love. And finally, in Breaking Bridget, Kim Kardashian loves working out and received rapturous applause when she said it. I love working out. Yeah, yeah. feels good. That's, That's good. a big <laughs>
0: This is everything that's wrong with America. <laughs> Kim Kardashian said, I like working out. And the audience gave her an applause break like I haven't seen ever. I know. Comedians who spend years crafting a perfect <laughs> joke don't get an applause break <laughs> like Kim Kardashian did for saying, I like working out. Yeah. Yeah. And then everyone's like, meh.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: I can't wait to get to that point. (laughs) I can't wait to get to that level of stardom where I'm like, I like cheese. And everyone's like,
1: "Ah!" like, Uh
0: she likes cheese. Cheese is good. Yeah. How? How do they, how do they do it? Anyone clapping for Kim Kardashian should be ashamed of themselves. Yeah. You made this monster. You made her and you feed her with your stupid little seal clapping while she's sitting there and saying, I work out. Yeah. Yeah. I work out. Save your accolades for me, all right? I deserve them. Where are my accolades? I'm in here taking it for the team, sacrificing myself for Harry. (sighs) Uh,
1: And then we'll leave you with our favorite clips from... Okay. Sorry. The internet is glorious.
2: Said that you would destroy this, not join them. I hate you. <laughs> Look what I, <laughs> <what> I, <laughs> I, I <laughs> Alright, you mean good seeing you. <laughs> Absolutely, I mean 911, what's your emergency? Hi, uh, yeah. I got a couple handshakers right in front of me. Okay, sir, are, are they still in the vicinity? Yeah. Mr. President, you said the virus was just like the flu. <laughs>
1: You, you did. You also said the virus could go away by April. In fantasy news.
0: This week on Watkins Welcome, we had Jaren Montgomery, who works at a nautical-themed grocery store to talk about all things plague-ridden shopping, as well as... His degree in clinical psychology and depression, addiction, and it's really good. And you should check it out, especially if you're a late bloomer like moi. You will appreciate it. We also had Mia Joe Rogan, which we mentioned. And, oh, I had a piece in The Atlantic, my first one. It's a commencement address, also about late blooming. It's There's really a good. theme. I love that. I love that piece. That's job, Bridget, Bridget. Thank you. If you just found us, welcome to the shit show dumpster fire that is the dumpster fire (laughs) (laughs) like subscribe touch my bells and buttons thank you zen pro audio for the mic thank you to better phetasy for all of the research thank you to you for sending us all of your submissions to dumpster fire we see them we take them send them to weekly at gmail.com if you have anything you want to say like telling us our flag is backwards. Check out BridgetFetasy.com for merch. We have t-shirts and mugs and tote bags. Ow. (laughs) (laughs) Go to Phetasy.com to subscribe and see the unedited, mostly version of this maniac doing whatever I do, and these maniacs who I'd like to offer a gracious thank you to. Thank you, Sammy Flaps and Folds. Thank you, Cousin Maggie. Thank you, Bridget. (laughs)
1: Thank you, Bridget. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: this has been your dumpster fire for the week of May 10th to May 16th. I'm Bridget Fettusy. Now, make me rich! <coughs>